But I still feel like we need to talk about Steve and Sebastian. Okay. <laughs> Steve just looks at a straight face. But why didn't it work out, Steve? So when he and I dated again, and I don't know, I should have looked at the time frame of when that journal entry was written because I don't, but bottom line is I was an incredibly different person when I first came out than I was when he and I tried again. And it was very, I was, because I wasn't a total disaster. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be open, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. You want to know who's a mess right now? You. Me. Steve, why are you a mess? Because I spent the weekend in Sun Valley, as you know. Yeah. yeah. And met the coolest people. So cool. Yeah, it sounded like fun. How did you meet them? They're friends of the friend that I went up. So my friend had a birthday up there. Okay. And he he brought a bunch of his friends up from San Diego. And we just like totally hit it off. And they're super cool. And I'm going to San Diego this weekend. So we are. We're going to San Diego. And so like now I have plans with these new friends. If they're actually still my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I got back to Boise and pull out of my pocket their car keys. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh no. So I've been trying to like figure out how to get them back. I was just gonna hop in the car and drive them back, which would have been a five hour trip. But yeah. But they're like, no, don't do that. There's got to be some other option. So there's a Sun Valley shuttle that goes from the Boise airport to Sun Valley once a day. And coincidentally, I know the owner of the company. So I called her oh, today nice. and I was like, hey, can I send these car keys on your shuttle? She said, of course. So we worked it out. I gave them to the driver. and The driver but, didn't give them to her? Well, so, but they've been without their car this whole time, which yeah. is annoying. And... Now it's been this whole fiasco tonight. In fact, I need to see if she texted me back because she waited at the lodge for an hour and a half for the shuttle to show up and it never showed, or so she thought. So she left all just like irritated as can be. Oh, good. Good, good. (laughs) But the shuttle had already been there and he had given it to the front desk and the front desk is idiots and... Didn't say anything. She is asking everyone, did someone drop keys for me? And they're like, no, no keys here. No, because they're in a white gift bag that I put them in. Oh. So. Oh, I'm just They so didn't irritated. say no, but no. we got this white no. gift bag. From the shuttle driver who was here 15 minutes earlier than you expected him to be. So oh, she sat forever. So I've just like ruined their last day and a half of this trip, I'm sure. And they're supposed to leave bright and early tomorrow to drive back to Boise to fly out. So I'm sure they've been stressed as can be all day. Yeah. Anyway. That's a bummer. Yes, I just feel awful. But that's the thing is things like that happen. Yeah, Part of life. Bad. But it, yeah, it is a bummer. And I'm supposed to stay with her. She invited me to stay with her. She's like, cancel your hotel reservation. Stay with me in my condo. It's right downtown. Aww. I feel like I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you should uh, book the hotel again. <laughs> no, All right. Sure she still fine. loves me. Oh, good. <laughs> she says, stop beating yourself up. The goodie bag and the keys 
Heart, 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 XOXO. <laughs> oh, good. That's the thing is, I mean, people are going to understand that things like that happen. Yeah, it's it frustrating, yes. It wasn't but like it was intentional. No. I, know, I just feel like such an idiot. Yeah, well, it always happens. We have one new review. Do we want to read that? Yeah, let's go ahead and read the review. Okay. Oh, you want me I'm to? I'm going to let you read it, Matt. I didn't get... Um, you don't need instructions. It's instructions there. of how to read this. <laughs> what did... Oh, explicit instructions, as Steve calls them. Explicit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one says... This is from Jake the Mormon. Mormon in Narnia. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, let's read on. Your podcast continues to bless me. I'm binge casting and absolutely love each of your interactions i'd love to ask for some advice i've reached out on instagram as as the yeah just skip who he is I'll on instagram <laughs> uh thank you from the bottom of my heart what did he reach out to us on instagram with I'm i do trying, i do you recall were the one that was talking to him matt yes you responded to oh, him. oh i know who this is yeah and he asked do you know him no oh just seen him i think i just saw his yeah. message in yours and i intended to respond and didn't yet but I've been busy, you know, stealing people's car keys and stuff. <laughs> is this, do we want to say what? Well, do we want to maybe answer his question right now? Do you remember what it is? I'm pulling it up right now. I love, like when we get messages like this to say, absolutely love each of your, or your podcast continues to bless me. That's the part I was thinking about. I was like, oh, that just makes me so happy that yep. it's doing good. I also have to say something I've been thinking about this last week. So we had the opportunity to record with a lady. Her name is Lindsay Ellison. And I keep thinking if nothing else came out of this podcast except the aha moments that all three of us mm. had during that interview, oh yeah, it would be worth <laughs> having done this whole podcast. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's... You guys will hear from her in a couple of weeks. We'll be dropping that episode in a couple of weeks, but oh my goodness. But for now, Jessica's just going to drop a teaser. Heck yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Don't you, don't it each of you feel yes. like, and we actually have video from that. So we're going to pull some clips because there were some funny moments of us like freaking out, like when we're minds blown. Yeah. <laughs> if we ever do that kind of a call, because this was remote, you know, yeah. she's in Boston or wherever. She's yeah. in Maryland. Yeah. And we're here. And we're here, here in Boise, Idaho. But if we ever do that again. So it was awesome having just, you know, the three of us sitting around the table and the computer screen where yeah. she would be sitting. Yeah. But I hated that we could see ourselves in the top corner. So if we ever do that again, we need to turn it off. Because the whole time I'm just like, is that how I sit? <laughs> oh, really? Is that what I look like? That's so funny. I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, I didn't even look at bad it. Lighting? I think I videoed enough. Or is that really what my pecs look like? <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough That's hilarious. like stuff on Instagram and Facebook that I don't think about it anymore. All right. Back to Jake's question. Okay. He says, I've been LDS for 33 years. I converted when I was 18 and went on a mission at 19, gung ho, so to speak. So this has been a wild ride for me. Your compassion is an inspiration, Matt. I feel. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, we I will only refer to you in, in this episode as Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I feel all of your genuine love and honesty. It comes across really well. Steve and Jessica's story is mine and my wife's. No, it's ours. 
But instead of a marriage filled with love and compassion like theirs, mine has been filled with emptiness and loneliness. So after 27 years of me hoping things will change and many hours in therapy, I'm about to make the most difficult decision of my life. And we don't actually know what that decision is. We didn't ask him. I have, Yeah, we haven't asked him yet. <laughs> We've responded to him, but we didn't ask. But it is, I mean, that it is such a difference, I think, in what people experience in, in the, like, the marriage that Steve and I had. People have so many different experiences within that. You know, it's funny to me that I don't think the advice we would have to offer would change. It's true. Based on what that decision is for him. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, every situation is a little different. Mm-hmm. And we would never never try and counsel someone on what they should do in that That's scenario, right. except to do what they feel is right and to do it with love for themselves and love for their spouse and love for anyone else that this may affect. But mostly love for themselves. Absolutely. Yep. Themselves. true. I mean, whatever, and we'll reach out to them later but i mean like you said steve it doesn't really matter what that decision exactly is but he's got to figure out that for himself right. what is best for him right whatever so that i is. assume i know what that decision is but from how he worded that but maybe not yeah. yeah and i mean so the first thought that i had was okay so he's got to make a decision to leave his wife mm-hmm. right that's what i assumed and then the second thought that went through my head, and I hope and pray that it's not like taking his own life. Mm. And you know, we've heard from him in other instances, and I don't think that's what it is. I don't think so either. But and, but if it is, please reach out, reach out, get help, support, and know that that is definitely not the right way yep. to go. This world is better with you. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Did you have something you want to say, Steve? I... Heard from someone else this week who is in an incredibly dark place of, for reasons of a different nature, but they mentioned a resource, also an online counseling thing that... Another I, one? Yeah, I didn't know of it. Wow. Shoot, what's it called? Steve's coming up with all the online counseling resources. And it was a weekly subscription that was fairly affordable, like the cost of like a regular session comparable to that and you get daily contact with someone i think maybe it was like as much as you needed or wanted and then a weekly like i think that was like online in depth yeah texting kind of yeah messaging and then the uh once a week like a virtual session or something like that what's it called it sounds like cast box but obviously it's not cast box because that's a podcast <laughs> platform what is it called voice box I'm trying to find in the message. Somebody told me this week, I don't know why I just thought of this, but that they like on our podcast that they can tell who each of us are. She said she has no problem identifying who's speaking. Talk space. Talk space. Talk space. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. But I obviously don't sound like you two and you two don't sound alike. But I think that's good to know. That I people don't sound can like tell who we are. Matt. No, how was <laughs> Matt. it? Matt. Matt. all right so this week yeah what are we talking about this week we are talking about a topic that steve several people have reached out steve's face (laughs) i don't know what we're talking about what topic is this you don't no i don't you wrote it on the board oh (laughs) 
but we've had uh, several you people. It, though. I don't remember what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say exactly what you wrote because it was worded a little more intensely than I think what you actually mean. Oh. But we've had several people reach out asking, why are Steve and Sebastian not together? Mm. And this is a topic we should go into. I wish you would tell me we were going to talk about this because I have a journal entry that oh, so that clearly it. reminded me why. Well, it was on the calendar. But I just put it in today. Oh, you did? Yeah. So do you remember the gist of that journal entry? Yes, I probably won't say it as eloquently as my... Beautiful. uh, My my other self. (laughs) My other self. (laughs) But I think this is a really good thing to talk about. My journal self. (laughs) Because in those episodes that recorded where we were reading from our diaries and journals, Mm -hmm. you kept referencing how you just wanted to be back with him and how great it felt to be with him and all of these things. And I loved that message that we got. Yeah. Where, you know, this friend of ours is just like... Are you talking about the one that was sent directly to me that yeah. I told you? That's yeah, sent from your, my your friend's, friend's mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Who's the cutest like, thing yeah. ever. What did it say? Just like, is there any chance that Steve and Sebastian can get back together? Because it just... What did she say? Like, Something just like melts that. my heart. That, I know. <laughs> I don't know. But. And she wasn't the only one that reached out about that. Mm. But hers was and my favorite. <laughs> but honestly, after reading through those journal entries, like by the end of episodes 33 and 34, like... I was even just being like, good grief. Like, why did why did this not work out again? <laughs> because, wow, I felt so, like, those feelings were so intense and so deep. Yeah. Well, and I think part so of the reason... why did it not work out? I think part of the reason they were so intense is because of the situation. I mean, it was an yeah. intense emotional situation. Yeah. And when I think when you start any relationship like that... It was intense because of because you what and Steve. Steve and I were going through, Steve himself going through, trying to figure out this whole new life. Was the relationship with Sebastian intense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I think, like... Matt, I, were you not listening? <laughs> oh, I was, I but... I wonder if... But... We didn't talk a lot about that relationship. No. I, and we didn't go too deep into that. So we might today. I want to ask Matt a question, though, before we get into this. Do you? Okay. So your relationship with Anne was very intense at the beginning, too, because you were dropped into a very intense moment when she's having a kid. Yes. Do you feel like that made you guys instantly closer because of that? Yeah. Like it made like this intense bond. And I feel like that's what you were feeling, too, mm-hmm. don't you, Steve? Well, and think of the costs. Like, it cost me everything I knew to be with him. Like... Well, it's interesting you say that because the cost that it cost me to be with Anne, mm-hmm. and I get where you're going with that. Yeah. It's like we were giving up everything. Mm-hmm. Like I was giving up being single. And, and no kids. And no. no kids to in a relationship and kid. It's a lot. Someone else's kid nonetheless yeah. initially. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I f- feel like that's part of why yours was so intense. Okay, but, so tell us about it. So, and I mentioned this in one of those episodes that this was, I mean, it, it, what it boils down to was Sebastian and I weren't right for each other. And what did that journal entry say? <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing is, so Steve dated Sebastian again. We haven't talked about that, but we will some more. Yeah, he and I try one more time. But they did date again, like and that a was couple after late we were years later. Yeah, like yeah I, after I, Matt and I were married. Yeah, I did not move on from him for those first couple of years I was in Boise. I just... You know, 
no one else even had a chance. I just was so stuck on him. You had a couple of relationships, but, but definitely nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing serious. Yeah. And <laughs> this is something I thought about that we like all of us are dating at this point, all three of us. And I called it the dating hell because it was. Why? <laughs> oh, dating sucks. Yeah, tell me about I it. I mean, it can be really fun. It has its fun parts, but. Well, Steve's still going through it right now. So, so stop let's... rubbing it in, okay? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, can we please make it sound a little more? <laughs> can we put a positive spin on the yeah, fact that I'm still going through it? Let's be a little bit considerate it. of Steve's Because I'm going through it. <laughs> How is it going, Steve? <laughs> I don't think this is the right time to ask him. Oh. No. Okay, so back to Sebastian. But yes, in this time frame, in all of our lives, we're all dating. Yes. And Jessica said dating sucked. I also said it had its fun parts. Yeah. It was really fun. Like, I love the excitement of flirting and going on a first date and all of those things. Like, I think it's... I love the excitement. I hate after that when you're like, are they going to call? Yeah, but I'm talking about the excitement of like getting, of somebody noticing you and like that whole thing. Being Twitter pated. Yeah. And I mean, there's still moments of that in marriage. I'm not saying that there aren't. It's just a different feeling. Absolutely. Okay. But I still feel like we need to talk about Steven Sebastian. Okay. <laughs> Steve just looks at a straight face. But why didn't it work out, Steve? So when he and I dated again, and I don't know, I should have looked at the time frame of when that journal entry was written because I don't, but bottom line is I was an incredibly different person when I first came out than I was when he and I tried again. And it was very, I was, because I wasn't a total disaster. <laughs> like yeah. I wasn't. So know, the difference was the fact that when you first came out, you were a total disaster. And I absolutely needed someone to just hold my hand through every step of those few months that we were together. I just, you know, I was dysfunctional. I could hardly even do anything on my own, you know? I just, so I needed someone to like, just hold guide me through, hold my hand and guide me through everything and tell me how I needed to live my life at that time. So do you feel like it was more like of a codependent oh, yeah. relationship yeah, at, that, at point that point for you? Yes. And, and that worked for Sebastian. Like he was, yeah. and he was, and it was a good thing. Like he was great in that way. Like helping me through this, helping me navigate this and helping me figure out like. He was amazing. How to be a gay man. <laughs> There's a learning curve there. <laughs> so here's the other thing is in all of this, I think, and you and I have talked about this. So this is why I'm saying this. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, mm -hmm. but. The feeling that I've had in what you've told me is that there were things you just didn't see in that first part because mm -hmm. you were such a mess that then when you were in a better place dating yeah. him again, you realized, this is not healthy. oh, this isn't what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And not that it was Sebastian. Like, Sebastian's a great guy. Mm-hmm. But, but we were not you weren't good, good together. for each other. No. Yeah. So and they were not compatible. No. And it was a rough go the second time around it. it it became a mess real quick because we just were not right for each other. We just weren't compatible in a lot of ways. And it took that second time of dating for me to, to realize that. And, and when we did break up that time, I was just over him. <laughs> I yeah. just, you know, but the journal entry talks about this one. I keep referencing 
it says in there, I feel like I have to change who I am in order to be with him, which is the way, oh, why didn't I bring that? But, which is, I feel like, I feel, he makes me feel just the way everyone else has lately, which is that I need to change who I am in order to be a lovable version of myself. And I feel like that is the key for everybody when you're looking for a relationship, that you don't want to be in a relationship where you feel like you have to change or hide any part of you to be with this yeah. person. I started to feel shame again for little things yeah. here and there that were just how I am. Yeah. And to be told like, that's not okay and you need to change that. And it was just like, and you know, it was small things, but just, I don't know, that feeling just crept in. And Jessica, you pointed out, and I don't know if I'm going to want to leave this on the podcast or not, but you're like, this sounds like your relationship with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I said it, I don't know, but it did come up. I remember us discussing that, that it was, and not as extreme, I feel, as how you felt with your dad, but definitely aspects of that, mm -hmm. that I'm not good enough and that I have to, exactly like you're saying, change who I am to be with this person. And of course... All of us have got our flaws, and I had yeah. mine at that point. And oh, I'm for sure, sure. Plenty of the things that Sebastian told me or called me out on or whatever were things that I probably did need to change. But at the same time, like, everyone's got those things. You need to be with someone who you feel like you are a good person with, like someone who who elevates that side of you, yeah. the side of you that makes... Makes you want to be a better person. Yeah, and that makes you feel like you are that better person, and... I think that's the key. It's, I mean, yes, that Another you want key. it. Yes. Love the keys, guys. I'm into keys tonight. But like <laughs> that idea that you are that version of yourself, just like uh -huh. you just said. I love that. You are that version of yourself. You can see the things you need to work on, but at the same time, you're there. You're getting there. And you feel that. In addition to just realizing that he and I really were not as compatible for each other as I had once yeah. thought... And as we had been previously, based on, you know, my state of mind and whatever. We also were trying to do this long distance. Holy crap. That's so hard. It is hard. And we had a freaking stalker. Oh, do I you... forgot about the stalker. We had a stalker who was stalking us both individually in Idaho and Oklahoma, telling each other every little thing that the other was up to. And... Like, totally, like, trying to break us up. Someone who, it was the weirdest thing. That was nuts. It mostly was just them reporting to Sebastian everything I was doing. Did you know who Steve was with last night? Did you know who he was walking with? Do you know who we, who we danced with at the club? Do you know who we had dinner with? Do you know? It was so weird. It was like, weird. Do you know the, all the guys he's been with? Do you know? They just, yeah, it was. I remember you and scary. I, like, going through lists, trying to figure, trying to figure out, out who it was. was. Just, like, who in this... Who in my life, you know, who is close enough to me to know all these personal details about me and know who I'm with and spending my time with and where I'm going on a daily basis and whatever. Sounds like a waste of time. I know. That was the most, <laughs> that was the thing that blew my mind is I am just like, who in the world has this much time and energy available to spend on someone? Like, I just. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. And then they, it, towards the end, they started stalking him in Oklahoma. It was nuts. Yeah. It's weird. And telling me all the stuff he was doing and delivered flowers to his door with the receipt from where they had bought them to make it clear that 
We didn't call these in and have them delivered from Idaho. We bought them and we set them on your porch. That is so creepy. Yeah. I mean, that's like a true stalker, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> so anyways, I love Sebastian. He's a great guy, but you guys just weren't compatible and that's what no. it comes down to. So, because I so, remember being sad when you guys broke up, but I also wasn't sad because I knew I wanted you to be happy and to find somebody that you felt 100% comfortable with and all of that. And, yeah. So, Jessica, during this time, too, were you having crappy issues with dating? <laughs> I struggled a lot with dating. I mean, I dated a lot. For the time that I was single, I had... Now give us a little bit of perspective of dating okay. a lot, like once a week. Yeah, I was probably going out on dates a once week. a week. Sometimes I went on two or three dates in a week, but that was not typical. It happened a handful of times that I would just go out with a bunch of guys in the weekend. But I had like, I went and I, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how I met all these guys as I'm thinking through this. Steve, for... Our anniversary. I met a bunch oh, of guys from yeah, out of town. Yeah, you're right. For our anniversary, that first year. So I'd met you, Matt, at this point. Steve and I had dated and were broken up. And I had started dating a guy that wasn't a member of the church. And Steve really had a hard time with that because he wanted me to be with somebody who had my same values and who I related to and all those things. So for our anniversary that year, he gave me a membership to LDS Singles Online. <laughs> so a dating site for Mormons. No, I think it was OnlyFarmers.com. Only <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Uh, so I funny. got... I don't remember having a hard time with you dating him. You were like very not okay with it, which really surprised me. But you knew... I don't know. I... Why did you start dating a non-member or a person who wasn't and, and a member of the church? Before that, can we talk about what a big deal that is for someone who is like all into the Mormon church? Yeah. Active, fully living the gospel. Like that's a big deal to date a non-member. It's very... Well, and he even came to me and said, hey, was I was I was talking to my neighbor who or my good friend who wasn't who was a member and isn't now like isn't active. And he was like, why would this chick date you? Like she. Yeah. So why? <laughs> There's a stigma around that. And uh, yeah, people are very critical of someone in the uh, of a church member dating someone that is not in, in the church. This is why I was doing it. That guy treated me better than most of the LDS guys I had dated. And he showed more respect for my boundaries and what I was and wasn't okay with than any of the LDS guys I dated. Why do you think that was? He told me he was just so scared to cross yeah. any of those lines because he liked being with me and enjoyed being with me and he didn't want to mess it up. And so he was just like, he never kissed me which drove me insane. <laughs> but like he just wouldn't because he was so nervous that then he might want to do something else. And so he just didn't want Cross to even boundaries. go there. Yeah. What? What, Steve? Steve raised say, his hand. <laughs> I was going to say that he knew that if he kissed you that he would not be able to turn all that off. And that's that he would go basically all the way with me. you and he knew that that was your boundary. There was no yeah. way you were going to have premarital sex. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And we had tons of fun together. And that's when, so <laughs> I dated him on and off clear up until I started dating Matt. And I remember talking to you about this, Matt. Matt and I would Facebook message a lot during this time. And I was just like expressing to him. And I think it's because what you said, like in that last episode of how it was somebody to connect with in the ward that we knew was in the same situation as we were, single parent and divorced and just having somebody to understand. Plus, I really wanted to date you. So any chance I got, I was talking to you. But... (laughs) um, just you were Facebook messaging. I had messaged you about that, like about dating him and just how hard it was to find a good LDS guy to date and just how it was disappointing to me that so many of these guys that I went out with that were LDS had a hard time respecting my boundaries. And that does not mean all of them. I dated some really nice guys. And I feel like you're mostly talking about physical boundaries, right? Yes, physical boundaries. Physical yes. boundaries of I will not do the following. Yeah. Until we are... What were those boundaries? <laughs> Heavy petting. <laughs> Which means what? <laughs> that's church term for... Getting felt making up. Making out and fondling. I guess just that's fondling. Necking. I... <laughs> What's necking? Making out. I made out. Yeah. I made out. So that was Jessica's boundary. You can neck, but you can't heavy pet. <laughs> and pretty much, like, I'm not into... You don't feel my boobs. You don't... There's no dry humping. There's no, like, none of that. Like, I was not, that was not my thing. And I knew very clearly at this point where I could get to and be able to turn things off and where I knew it would go too far because I had been sexually active, of course. And so (laughs) with Steve, Steve (laughs) raised his hand on that one too. That was me. (laughs) And I just good job for clarifying that with me, Steve. I know for me, and just in case anyone misses along the way, I was the only one you had been with. We had only been with each other. Yeah, I had never done any of these things with anybody except Steve. Except at this point, only ever done all this stuff with a gay guy. (laughs) (laughs) But I, and for me, this was important. Let's talk about that for a little bit. What, heavy petting with a gay guy? Yeah, heavy petting with a gay guy versus heavy petting with a not gay guy. No, we're so going to... we had this we're conversation. Gonna, we did. Like a week into you guys' marriage. I was like... Like right after we got home from our honeymoon. I was like, so... Really? Steve asked me this. I was like, so what's it like having sex with a straight guy? And you were like, oh my gosh. He really likes my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't have your kids listen to this episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and anyway. honestly, you have both asked me this at some point, and it's just different. Yeah. It's just a totally different relationship with a totally different person who likes different things. And so it's just that's which all is I going can to say. which is going to apply in any relationship. And honestly, but I believe especially the closer with this distinction. <laughs> <laughs> and the closer you get to somebody and the more in love with them they are and the longer you've been together, I feel like it just gets better and better. So I've experienced that with both of you and that will continue on to be even better with Matt because we're going to stay married. So <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> and it's been fun. All of it. <laughs> 
Any other awkward conversations we can have right now? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find that awkward. Oh, good. I feel like there's not much that can be awkward. That's true. Us anymore. We've kind of <laughs> yeah. talked about everything. And by us, I mean the three of us and our thousand listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I just feel like that's why I dated him. I had fun with him. He was fun to be around. He respected me. And I was tired of not feeling like I was being respected. And I had this guy that I dated for a long time. And finally, I just kept going out with him because we had fun together. But every night after I left, I just felt like crap because he would try and push my boundaries a little further, a little further every time. And I felt like such a jerk because I wouldn't give in to what he wanted. And it was important to me not to cross those boundaries because, first of all, I... You didn't want to give away your cookie. I didn't want to give away my cookie. Lindsay Ellison talks about that in one of her podcasts about <laughs> giving away your cookie. <laughs> and cookie is sex. I didn't want to do it because, first of all, I believe <laughs> it would neg negatively affect my self-esteem. Like, I personally can't imagine being with somebody and just exposing all of that side of me and being totally vulnerable with them. And I know Steve does not, like we see very differently on this. On what? Sorry, I was still <laughs> caught up in. Thinking about a cookie. <laughs> what were you thinking about, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I lied. There is there is still the, some awkwardness <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> I was wrong. It can still be awkward. <laughs> He's not going to tell do us what you're thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't, you guys. <laughs> okay, I have boundaries too, okay? Necking and heavy petting are not them, but, <laughs> but this is... But that's good. Like, you should know your boundaries. This is totally, <gasps> totally individual. These mm -hmm. are my boundaries and what I felt comfortable with. And then there's just so much that can happen by having sex. So many consequences, mm -hmm. so many things that you open a door up to when you do that. And maybe, I don't know. So that's my whole thing on that. Yeah. But um, I had to have an intervention with this guy though. Like my, <laughs> my best friend at the time, well, one of my really good friends and my dad, they were like, all right, the next time you're going to call him, the next time you're going to go wait, to his wait, house. Wait, wait, wait. With what guy? This kid that I kept hanging out with and had fun with it, but he kept pushing my boundaries okay. and wanting to do more. And so every time... And so he time, was a member of the church. Yes. Which means he's someone who is also supposed to have those same boundaries. Yes, and understands yeah. my boundaries. And, yeah, and should. But he kept telling me, well, I've done this stuff before and it's never been an issue. And, and, and I'm like, I don't care. This is me. And this is how I feel. So <laughs> finally my dad and my friend were like, listen, next time you're going to his house, next time you call him you have to call us. And so like literally it was like my AA person, like my support person. <laughs> I, would, I remember Your driving sponsor. I remember driving to his house one night because I was bored and I didn't have Penny and I was just like, oh my gosh. And it happened like several times where I was just going to go over and hang out. I'm like, I'll just go hang out with him. It'll yeah, be fine. Right. And so then I'm like getting close to his house. And I'm like, I got to call, I got to call Tara. I got to call Tara. I got to so call I, my sponsor. <laughs> so I called Tara and she didn't answer. So then I'm like, I'm calling my dad. I call my dad. So I called my dad and he didn't okay, answer. Wait, why were you supposed to call them? So they could talk me out of going to his house. 
her, her sponsors. Her sponsor. Oh, dear. So then... Because you know if you had one sip. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't that I did anything I didn't want to do. It was the fact that I just felt like crap, felt like crap. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because I was letting him push my boundaries and then feeling bad that I wasn't allowing that. Like, oh, it should be okay, whatever. But it didn't feel okay to me. And that's what it came down to. So neither of them answered. But then I was like, I just called him. Turn around. Like, just turn around. So I did. I turned around, went home, and I never went to his house again after that. Nor did he come to mine. It was Nor done. did you ever see him again. I did see him one more time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shortly before you and I started dating, he was actually dating his now wife at that time. I don't remember who this was. And meet up, met, wanted to meet up for lunch. So we did. At my restaurant. Scenario, I just don't remember who he was. Now, when she says her restaurant, what she means is she was working for three hours <laughs> Three a hours week? a week. A week. At a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Hey, I make like $80 awesome. in tips it in that awesome. one. Awesome food, awesome people. That's where Matt and I had our wedding luncheon after whoa, we got married. Whoa, you just sorry, jumped way sorry. ahead. Whoosh. Whoa, way ahead. But that guy <laughs> that wasn't LDS that I met, he well, came into that restaurant... He would, I, so I worked on Fridays and he would always come in on some other day. And one day I worked the day he always came in. And so he was like, how come I've never seen you before? Do you work here? I'm like, yeah, I work here all the time. I work every Friday. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to start coming in on Fridays. And he literally did like every Friday he was there. So then finally one Friday after I got off my shift, I went to his work because he worked just down the street. And I sent him a note saying, hey, in case you ever want to see me sometime other than Fridays, here's my phone number. And he texted me right after and said, what are you doing tonight? I'd love to go out with you. And we went out that night. Oh, cute. So cute. I was scared to death. (laughs) (laughs) But I did it. Be bold, guys. Be bold. Anyways. Hit on those boys. But I remember. (laughs) (laughs) See, See, let me try to say that. Hit on those boys. <laughs> it doesn't, it sound, doesn't as sound as good. good. <laughs> Say it Matt. again, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that wasn't right either. <laughs> that wasn't right. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> 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 I just... It was... Yeah. And I remember messaging you about all of these things, Matt, and just talking to you about them, and you getting so mad a couple of times and be like, do I need to come punch somebody out? And both of you guys have done that at times. Steve recently told me, offered to punch somebody for me. And just expressing... <laughs> you were going to punch me? Not Matt. you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? It was when she it's posted when I posted the shaky up. hand video on oh. Instagram, and Steve was like... Who is it? I was like, are you okay? It? And I'm like, yeah. And he's and one of the kids. <laughs> and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so dating for me, it was fun. I had a good time. I dated lots of good guys. I dated a guy in Illinois. I went out and stayed him. He has now married one of my friends. You set them up. I set them up. Yeah. I dated a guy in Arizona. Matchmaker, matchmaker, <laughs> make me a match. Good job, babe. It's impressive, Matt. I dated a guy in Arizona pretty seriously. Who? When? What? Matt met him, actually. Oh, I did. Yeah, he came to church. Can't keep track of all your boys. Yeah, he came to church. Yeah. And I remember you were getting pretty serious with him. 
Yeah, I but after like... that trip home, I broke up with him. I like remember... after he came to Boise and hung out like around my people, mm. it was like, oh, this isn't going to work. Why does that always happen? Because you got to see him in your environment. I remember when I was dating one girl after I was divorced. She was from St. Anthony. Uh-huh. And she came up and like, I would go see her. Yeah. But I'd never had her like in my world. Yeah. And like the second she came into my world, like it was just an automatic, like I was so turned off. Yeah. Mm. And that's happened several times, but I was, I always wonder like, what, what is it that makes you turned off sometimes yeah. when you see s- those people in your world? Like, I did feel Has really that ever happened bad. to you, Steve? Like, okay, somebody comes around like your family or or us or Penny, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Oh, this it's is like, not yeah, going to work." This energy Fizzles. combination isn't working. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I remember I dated him, and his grandpa passed away or something. So he was in Utah like a couple weeks after he had come to Boise, and I'd hung out with him for a few days and whatever. But at that point, he didn't meet anybody because we literally had just met. And so we'd gone out on a few dates while he was in Boise. But so I went down to Utah and stayed with my brother. And so he did meet my brother and sister-in-law at that point. But it still wasn't the same as him coming to Boise and like after we'd been dating for a few months and him being in my space. I remember when he came to visit the ward, Bishop Stevens in Elders Quorum, introduced him and was like, Yep, this is the guy who's getting really serious with Jessica. Sounds like Bishop Stevens. <laughs> and I was like, okay, they're getting serious. Really serious. <laughs> Matt. And the interesting thing is during this time too, in Matt and I messaging, I would always ask, how are things going with your girlfriend? What's going on? And you would express your concerns. You were pretty honest with me. Yeah. And then I would tell him, all right, well... If you break up with her, let me know, because I think we'd have a lot of fun. I said that numerous times. Yeah. Let me know if you break up with her. i trying to remember what some of my concerns were. I remember. What were they? She had a hard time with the idea of having kids. And even meeting your kids. No, she'd met them. Yeah, she'd met them. She just had a... Didn't it take, like, forever for that to happen? Well, that was mostly my doing. Which is fine. Yeah, I was pretty protective of who and when... And maybe we should get into this next time because that's a good conversation to have. When do you introduce your kids? Let's talk about that next time. Mm. Okay. Talk about Steve dating and you dating. Because we mostly just talked about me dating. We talked about Steve dating Sebastian. A little bit. But he dated guys after Sebastian. We really need to move on from Sebastian. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now we need to move on to the next guys you dated. I think he would still be like a big topic of discussion 38 episodes in or whatever we are. Well, we've only talked Whoa. to him about like four episodes. He's coming episodes. back. I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we haven't even got to the point where he and I date again. We yeah, we haven't got to the part. about that... him in like three episodes, but you mm. said you wanted to talk about him because people were reaching out mm, saying, yeah, hey. Now, here's a teaser, folks. We didn't get to the part yet about Sebastian when we all went to dinner with him. Yeah. We've all gone to dinner with several of Steve's boyfriends. <laughs> where did we go to dinner? I don't remember that. <laughs> Hyde Park, Hyde Park. and Grill. Yeah. Me and Sebastian and you two. And all of and our all kids. all of our kids. <laughs> what? You don't remember no. this? No, I'm on you the edge of my seat. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that episode. 
<laughs> All right. Thanks. Where, where did we sit? We'll talk about it next episode. Why maybe we should, maybe we should go to that location and sit I there feel and like record. It must have not gone well if I don't remember. Oh, we'll we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll talk it. about it. All right. All right, me. everybody. Stressing me out. Steve stressed out. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> did we need to have a tie-in, Steve? I have a tie-in yes. for this episode. Steve the, always likes to bring the, it back to have like a the takeaway. A oh take yeah, yeah. Um, I think the important thing to note here is do not hand me your car keys. <laughs> Steve's going way back to the beginning. No, I think Steve's takeaway, if you were listening to Steve's story, is find somebody who makes you feel like you are loved and like you wanted want to be a better person. exactly as you are and that you want to be a pe- better person because of your own accord. And not even a better person. Like you need to be with someone who makes you feel like you are a good, a good person. person. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not only... Like, because you are. Makes you, you want are to be a good a better person. person. Yes. Like, all of us have a good side. All of us have a side we need to work on. Be with the person who sees who the good in both. helps you occupy that side of yourself that is the good person. Well said. And then mine, I think, is stick to your boundaries. And if somebody's not willing to respect those boundaries, they are not somebody you should be with. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. It doesn't matter what your boundaries are. Those are your boundaries. Hit it and quit it. <laughs> no, don't hit it. I don't think that That's was the, the point, point of the boundaries. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Jessica's everybody. case. Almost, quit it almost hit, you it. hit it. Almost then quit hit it. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We hope you guys have a good almost week. Almost hit it. Feel bad. You know, and then quit it. Another question I got this oh, week was how do the three of you keep from talking over yourselves? <laughs> the answer is we don't. <laughs> As illustrated in this episode. That's so funny because we cut each other off all the time. Yeah, like they thought we must have like a system. Like, like are we like <laughs> passing a baton or turning a... Steve you know, raises his it's hand. Like it's like at like like Takano's when you flip the thing green, more meat. green side up means no meat. more meat. Red <laughs> side up means no more meat. <laughs> So green means Steve and I can talk. <laughs> Red means Jessica is talking now. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay, can we end now? Yeah. Peace oh. out, folks. <laughs> peace out, folks. Matt used to always say cowabunga ninja. Cowabunga ninja. See you later. <laughs> That's dumb. Don't say that. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Here at Husband-in-Law and The Bold Logic, we believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they are appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call. Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store. Just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before and we are going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.